Welcome to Hub & Flow, a podcast produced by Natural Gas Intelligence. On a mission to provide transparency to the natural gas market, Hub & Flow focuses on key fundamentals driving the price of natural gas and LNG in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Natural Gas Intelligence, or NGI, is a subscription-based price reporting agency, which means we provide trusted and independent natural gas pricing and news for the North American market. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of NGI's Hub & Flow podcast. This is Shailen Stolk, Senior Energy Analyst, and I'd like to spend a few minutes talking about the polar vortex. Winter is coming. It isn't just the predictable seasonal drop in temperatures that is a source of speculation about the natural gas market. Natural gas suppliers and consumers are justifiably nervous about the extreme and unusual winter storms caused by the dreaded polar vortex. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. The polar vortex isn't the villain here. It's actually the good guy. In fact, a strong polar vortex actually prevents extreme weather events, like the spate of blizzards and tornado clusters that ravaged Appalachia and the eastern seaboard in early 2011, the 2019 cold wave that froze Chicago, or infamous winter storm Uri. When people blame the polar vortex for these storms, they're actually referring to something called a polar vortex meander or a polar vortex anomaly. I'm going to be using anomaly. Normally, the polar vortex is part of the jet stream, which forms a circle around the North Pole. Cold air from the poles would naturally sink towards the equator, but this spinning wall of wind keeps it trapped in the Arctic. If that wall weakens, however, cold air can spill out like water breaking through a dam. Suddenly, an area that would normally never experience extreme winter cold is right in the path of an icy blast. So can we reliably predict when and where these leaks will happen? Unfortunately, no. Polar vortex anomalies are, well, anomalous, which makes it difficult to calculate where and when cold air might escape the Arctic. However, there are some key indicators we can keep an eye on, which can increase or decrease the chance of an anomaly in any particular time. The first is a famous climate pattern called the El Nino Southern Oscillation, or ENSO. And that has an influence on the strength of the polar vortex. In a La Nina year, where there is a stronger cold upwelling off the west coast of South America, Temperatures in the Pacific get lower, and that increases the strength of the winds in the polar vortex. By contrast, in an El Nino year, where the upwelling off South America is weak, and we see surface temperatures go up in the Pacific, the polar vortex is weaker as well, which of course raises the odds of cold air escaping. Another factor here is the behavior of the Arctic Oscillation. That is a cyclical shift in air pressure between the mid-latitudes and the Arctic. We call this the Arctic Oscillation Index as a marker. When that index is positive, that means there's higher pressure in the mid-latitudes in the Atlantic and Pacific, paired with low pressure right over the Arctic. That reinforces the polar vortex and helps prevent anomalies. A negative Arctic Oscillation Index means there's low pressure over the Atlantic and Pacific and high pressure over the Arctic, which, if you imagine, 
that air is going to push down against the polar vortex, weakening it and increasing the odds of an anomaly. But by far the biggest factor in whether or not a polar vortex anomaly happens is a sudden stratospheric warming event. Typically, air is circulated around the globe in part by large-scale atmospheric waves called Rossby waves, which are caused by temperature differences and the rotation of the planet. These waves help move cooler air from high latitudes towards the equator and move warm air from the equator northward. However, if one of these waves is particularly tall, it can push hot air high up into the stratosphere, warming the upper atmosphere above the Arctic to tropical temperatures. This sudden influx of heat disrupts and weakens the polar vortex, often causing a polar vortex anomaly within a few days of that warming event. Unfortunately, the best atmospheric models we have only about 50% accurate in spotting an impending sudden stratospheric warming event and only work on very limited time frames. Really, two weeks is kind of the longest. But we do know that higher average air and ocean temperatures increase the height of Rossby waves. So warmer air and ocean temperatures means that a sudden stratospheric warming event becomes more likely. In particular, Arctic sea ice extent is correlated with the risk of a sudden stratospheric warming event, where more sea ice equals lower odds of one of these events. But because of climate change, these sudden stratospheric warming events have been happening more frequently over time and really picking up within the past five years or so. Okay, we've got all these climate indicators that we can keep an eye on. What are they telling us right now? Well, good news first, we are still in a La Nina year, which means stronger winds in the polar vortex. The Arctic Oscillation has spent this year with the index hovering around zero, so probably not going to have a big influence on the behavior of the polar vortex unless something shifts. On the other hand, sea ice coverage is trending quite low this year, which heightens our risk for a sudden stratospheric warming event. Now, historically, cold weather from polar vortex anomalies has meant spikes in natural gas demand, particularly when it's the northeast, and that causes natural gas futures to temporarily rally. These events have been pretty short-term, with the exception of ongoing rate hikes by the utilities that are still trying to recoup the costs associated with winter storm URI. This year, however, we have the U.S. natural gas market already experiencing limited domestic production growth, high export demand, and volatile prices. So an unexpected spike in demand because of a polar vortex anomaly could really disrupt the market a lot more than usual. Given that it's difficult to predict these events, do we just sit back and wait and see what happens? Well, not really. The reason that renewables producers and utilities and natural gas producers are still trying to claw back those losses from Winter Storm Uri is that they weren't prepared for a polar vortex anomaly to happen to them. Sure, this year might be, hopefully, fingers crossed, free of a major winter storm fueled by a polar vortex anomaly. 
but it's really only a matter of time and statistics before one comes barreling towards your area. Preparedness will eventually pay off. Add to this the increased frequency of extreme weather, like more Category 4 and 5 hurricanes, more tornado clusters, more floods, and you can see why many energy companies have been making infrastructure resilience a top investment priority in the first two quarters of 2022. That's all I have for you today, but I invite you to keep checking for more podcasts covering winter gas prices and extreme weather. I'd also invite you to follow along with our journalists at NGI as they cover these topics in more detail. We have a new five-part series with a deep dive on winter pricing for all of you that are planning for winter 2022-23. If you subscribe, thank you. If you don't and just want to read our latest stories, visit us at naturalgasintel.com. And on behalf of everyone at NGI, thank you for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Dependable data drives informed business decisions. Trust NGI to provide your natural gas and LNG data for North America. If your business requires daily, weekly, or midweek pricing data, forward curves, or flow data, NGI has a reliable product suite to support you. Visit natgasintel.com backslash services to understand what we have to offer and how we can help you and your business today. Thank you for listening to NGI's Hub and Flow podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it, and please do share it with your colleagues. A trusted provider of natural gas news, data, and pricing information for North America, NGI offers subscription-based products. Please visit natgasintel.com if you are interested in NGI and our services. If you would like to dive deeper into this subject, additional resources are available on our website as well. Just visit natgasintel.com and click on the resources tab to find the podcast page.